a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hey, it's Maroon here. Coming up on Footy Talk, we'll get Woodsy to have a look at the New South Wales team. Yeah, can't wait to talk about my good mate Mitchell Moses getting the recall for the New South Wales Blues. G'day, everybody. It's Footy Talk on the Listener app with Maroon and Aaron Woods. No, Wado today. Wado's uh, busy with the, the Sharkies after the debacle over the weekend, Woodsy. Yeah, I don't think Fitzy let him come in today. The video and recovery session went a bit longer than what they expected. Mm. So, you know, it's just one of those games. You know, things happen, but I'm sure they'll bounce back this week. When you say Fitzy wouldn't let him come in, what Fitzy said, you're grounded. Yeah, it's like, huh? you know when you get in trouble at home with your mum yeah. early, early days and mm. you're just like... She goes, wait till your father comes home. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a little mm. bit like that. Mm. And, you know, you know, it's mm. coming when he gets home. Yeah, it's like, well, who remembers that episode of Seinfeld where Frank found a condom wrapper in, jo- in his bed and it was George's and he said to George, if you live under this roof, roof you live under my rules, you're grounded. <laughs> it's a bit like your house then, isn't it? Yeah. Well, when, when is he allowed out again? Fitzy, I mean... Oh, uh, no, it's just uh, a normal day. It's a full day of training today. Mm. They had yesterday off with the public holiday, um, so he'll be back in. He'll be back in uh, hopefully next week because... The Woodsy Wado and Maroon World Tour is outstanding and we need our main man. The regional world tour of New South Wales. <laughs> now, well, let's start with the New South Wales team, which has been named. I know you're very keen. You've had your eye across it already. I'm just going to point out what I consider to be the main things. And then, first of all, I'll start with uh, one that's probably no great surprise. Your good mate, Mitchell Moses, after the weekend's effort, finds himself back in a Blues jersey. Yeah, really happy for Mitch Maroon. He had that one opportunity. I think it was in 2021. You know, he, he got a... Opportunity through Nathan Cleary, who hurt his shoulder, so he missed the game three. But they'd already they already sewn up the series, so they already won the first two games. That was when they had, uh, I think, Tommy Turbo and Latrell Mitchell were absolutely outstanding. They won by 50, then 26 nil game two. So I think he broke, he fractured his back, you know, in one of the first, one of his first little impacts of the game. So to play for that was was pretty good. But he hasn't had an opportunity since. Obviously, with someone like Nathan Cleary, it's hard to, to push him out of a spot. He's one of the you know one of the great players of the game, especially these days. So he gets his opportunity now, and he's been outstanding. There's a lot of talk with him and Adam Reynolds. So he must have just edged him out because the the form Adam Reynolds has been is absolutely outstanding. So it was pretty neck and neck. And then you can also throw Nico Hines. Like he's been, you know, I think he's a little bit hard done by, but yeah. it, it's one of those things. You know, he played the utility role and, you know, our other co-host in, in Wado always said, you either start Nicker or you don't pick him at all. So I think they've gone with that. But, you know, well-deserved for Mitchell and I really hope he takes his opportunity. It's a, it's a, it's a quite a hard task to go up to Brisbane. You know, Suncorp's not an easy place to play, especially when you're down one nil the series. So, you know, and Freddie, he must have the faith in him because he's coached him in the Lebanon in the World Cup in 2017. Um, they had a really good relationship and he's also picked him for that one game before. So with the confidence... And I'm going to say authority that we saw Mitch play with over the weekend. I wondered if perhaps someone had already said to him, look, mate, you're as good as in the squad. Just yeah, have a- yeah, yeah, Does that happen? Oh, sometimes it happens. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm not in those conversations anymore. But um, I remember I got told before my debut that I was going to play and we played a Monday night, so I had to play after that. Remember I've told on this podcast before. So he might have got the heads up because – he just looked like he was in complete control yesterday. You watched the way he played. He backed himself. He, you know, Sometimes when you get told those news, you can either go to another level or you can just play within yourself and don't want to get yourself injured. So 
for him, he looked like he dominated that game. I think he was nearly mad in the match performance. You know, poor old Tavita Pengai tried to put a bit of pressure on him at times and he just picked him out. And I just thought his kicking game, that's that's the big part that we need him to play really well in game two. And I thought his kicking game yesterday was outstanding. Great game, Mitch Moses, over the weekend. So we, uh, you know, congratulations to him and a great bloke and a part-time member of the team here. But you did mention, though, Nico Hines, which we all feel a little sorry for Nico. The bench this time round, I'm going to go straight to Reese Robson, who will be that utility off the bench for the Cowboys. I have thought, just as a rugby league lover, that Reese probably has been waiting for his chance. He's a, he's a very classy player. He found his way out of the Dragons up there to uh, the Cowboys and a North Queensland player getting a start in the New South Wales team. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, Maroon, I'm, with, I'm a huge fan of Reese Robson, and I think he was one of the reasons why they were so good. He was an underrated player up at, up at the Cowboys last year. You look at him when he's real close. He's a big body too. He's got a big chest on him. Uh, he's got really good leg speed. So he can not only just play hooker. If, if things are going well with, with Damien Cook, we might be able to leave him on because he can also have that leg speed around the ruck where he can play a little bit of lock too. If we have to, we could probably put him on an edge. He's Like I said, he's, he's a bigger body than what most people think. And the good thing for, for Reese is that he was in the squad last year. So I think he was in 18th or 19th man for game three. So he knows the preparation, what it takes. Just obviously hasn't played the game yet. But it's a great reward for someone that's worked so hard. Like he, like he said, he, he was on a little bit of an outer at the Dragons. They hadn't had a specific spot for him. They didn't know where to play him at lock or, or hooker. He goes up to the Cowboys Obviously, the first year he was up there, he was playing, you know, 40, 50 minutes. He was sharing with Jake Granville. Now he's the sole hooker. He's just made that jersey his own. And, and there's no no coincidence why the Cowboys have been playing a lot better because he's been outstanding. Just to interrupt you for a second there, often you will say, yep. as a bloke who's been there, done that, often you will say he was 18th to 19th man yes. last year. What is the importance of being in that squad but not playing? I think it's just, you know, you, you learn what it takes to be a Blues player. You see the systems, like a lot of people just think you go into camp, it's just you play the game, Maroon. It's it's a long week. There's so many media commitments. There's so many, you know, you've got your sponsorship stuff you need to do. And then the outside noise, like he, he's been around it. It's not nothing new to him. He, he's been in the, you know, what we call the little bubble of origin. So there's so much scrutiny and, and he just obviously didn't play. So he wasn't under it for the whole game three, but... He's been around it, so he knows what it takes to be there. And it's not going to be something new from where he comes in, gets overawed by the occasion. He's he's someone that's been there. He's not not that he's done it, but he's been around it for the whole week. So it shouldn't be nothing new to him. And he could just feel that he's part of the systems. He knows what Freddie wants. He's not like someone that's coming in. You've got to learn all the plays, learn everything again. He just needs to learn the shapes and the structures they've got to do. Stefano Utoya Kamanu is on the bench, number 14, for this game. He also was in the squad. Yep. Some might suggest, though, respectfully, that he might have jumped the queue a little bit there, Stefano. Well, I think Freddie's had quite a few raps on him. You know, you could say he's jumped the queue. You've got blokes like, you know, the Saifidi brothers that have been there, Campbell Gillard, obviously Tavita Pengai that's missed out. I thought um, Spencer Lenu was very unlucky. Mm. I mm. think he missed that first one for, I think it was a ruptured testicle that he had in, in game one. Geez, we wanted that to hurt, you know, being a male. But honestly... He, and he's another one that's been there, thereabouts in the system. He's been 18th man a couple of times, Maroon. So I think it's just someone that Freddie's got trust in, he's got faith in. He was, I think he was 19th man in game one. So he's just stuck by what he's got. And like I said, he's, he's been around there for quite a while. And, and he's someone that, you know, that Freddie did earmark quite a while ago. And he's been in good form for the Tigers. They've, they've turned their season around. They obviously hadn't had the wins. They, you know, they lost a couple of players there. But he's been a shining light for the Tigers. 
I think you've just been waiting your whole life to be broadcast and broadcast the word testicle. I yeah, think you just uh, you wanted know to say testicle. Uh, you know what? It's one of my funny words. I do like testicle. Right. Like it's it's not a word you say every day. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I remember as a kid. Well, we, we say it a fair bit off air. Yeah. Well, well my dad. you got big ones. My, yeah. <laughs> well, at this I age. I don't think that'd fit with that shirt that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you're still shopping in the kids section. Yeah, yeah I know. It isn't. It's like a, as you said before, it's like a, one of those thermal <laughs> skivvies. But look, I like to wear my clothes tight. I think we've established that. And once again, I'll say, I, when I put this yeah, on this morning, I, I thought it was one, too loose. And you know what the other thing is I'm disappointed in? Mm. The zipper only goes down ten centimeters. Normally I know. it goes down yeah. all the way. Come should, on, mate. Should. Uh well, you know, I can I can get I'll get a special one made. Like I'll come in next week in like one of those seventies pit suits. I'll just be in a, a suit. Just get the big chest hanging out. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, you'd look really good, mate. Unlike you, mate. Look, looks like you've had that jumper since you were twelve. It's industry, mate. It's the new it fashion this day. Industry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, did your nana knit that for you? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> After she'd had a cask of wine. With the old croquet set. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, you Toyo Commando, you're okay with that. Reese Robson, you love that. Mitch Moses, he's one of your mates. So, and then, and uh, okay, apart from all that, we lose uh, Crichton, we get back Latrell. Yeah, what a big boost to have Latrell in. Now, there's been a lot of talk. I think he had his first run on Monday, um, and they actually sent the uh, Dr. Gibbs mm. and Dan Lawson. Uh, which is the physio for New South Wales out. So I think they got to watch him in, in preparation. Um, they were pretty happy with how he went. So, yeah, it's really good science for New South Wales because I, I'm telling you now, game one when Latrell Mitchell got ruled out, I think it was the Sunday or Monday, and then the Queensland's heads would have just – they would have just grew another head. <laughs> another one. They would have had three this time. <laughs> but but <laughs> honestly, he, he's such a – Kids go to the NRL, they go to games to watch Latrell Mitchell play. Like mm. He's mm. a remarkable player. He can do things that other players can't do. Obviously, he's a different style player to the likes of Tedesco's and Dylan Edwards. The more they, they like to carry the ball, but he's just – his involvements within the play are just so strong. He's a player that you you never see get put on his backside. He's got the silky touches. He's got a great kick. He's so strong and powerful. So – it's a huge, huge gain for us. But in saying that, Stephen Crichton, I think he did a great job. I thought he was outstanding and just had to make way for Latrell. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Queensland origin side for game two. This is the Footy Talk podcast with Woodsy and Maroon. Okay, Queensland origin side. Let's have a look at this now, Woodsy. And obviously, I think it's near on an impossibility to try and level the series in game two at Suncorp Stadium. I, See, that's the problem with us. Yeah. We think it's impossible. If it was Queensland on the other shoe, they think they can do it. Yeah. What, what's with the well, negative attitude? I'll tell you what the problem with you is. Yeah, listen, tell the problem me. That, Go on. I'll tell you what the problem with blokes like you, Brent Reid, Ryan no, don't, 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 don't put me in the same no, category as Peabody. I'll put you. I'm, He's a Queenslander. As broadcasters, I'm putting you in the category of Ryan Girdler, uh, Wade Graham. That's too Maybe legends. even the great Tony Squires. You, you know, just remember, just remember this, Woodsy. Yeah, I'm people remembering. People in Queensland, Brizzy, Gold Coast, right up, they all listen to this podcast as well. This is not specifically a New South Wales podcast. I know that. And I want to go on the record well, I here. To, I get some great feedback during the week from Queenslanders. Right. Because they gave me all the feedback on Ben Dobbin. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Is everything okay with you and Ben Dobbin? Yeah, get along with Dobbo well. Just, right. like, just don't want him to claim mm. that he's a Welshman. So are you, like, you, I know you're starting, you know, you, you, you're taking a, shoot, a few shots. Do you want to take over from Kyle Sandylands or no, no, be no. a shock he, job or he something? Is, he's a legend. He's one of the greats. He's I, a, I'm actually, you know, when you serve your apprenticeship, you try to hang with someone? Yeah. I hang with you because you've got a lot of people that are coming after you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I thought you hang with me because occasionally I shout your coffee. No, nah, and you do get me a couple invoices. 
I do, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you do. I well. do. You yeah, do I well. look after you. <laughs> now, but I, I want to go on the record as a New South Welshman yep. to say that I think this is an this task for New South Wales is absolutely impossible. I disagree. Well, why do you disagree? Because if you look at game one, the performance that we put out there, we didn't play the best we possibly could. And then with 12 minutes to go, we got the lead. And then with the 10 that with 10 in the bin, we we're down to with, sorry, Queensland were down to 12 players. We just, you know, somehow just put the foot off the gas. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. We had a missed opportunity. I think New South Wales will agree. They didn't play the best footy they could. There's been a lot of criticism of James Tedesco. I'm really interested to see how he backs up for this game. And we still had the opportunity to win the game. We didn't let Queensland play well, but we didn't play well ourselves. So I'm going up there with a – well, I'm not going up there, but I'm going up there as a New South Wales supporter with high hopes, mate. All right. Well, look, let me just – let me put – let's put Queensland up on the hoist now. No, but, right? I, and, but in saying that, I do believe this Queensland side is a great team. Uh, look, you saw the Melbourne-Cronulla game. Unbelievable. You saw oh, what uh, Cameron Munster's capable of. I was just getting lower and lower in my couch watching yeah. the game. I was just like, why are these blokes peaking right now? Mm. Harry Grant, Ugh. Cam Munster, even Xavier Coates had a blinder who yeah. finds himself in this side. Yeah, well, I didn't, you know, obviously I thought Selwyn Cobbo definitely, you know, front-up starter for that, but then obviously got the injury. I think it was the hip pointer that he had hurt in Origin 1. Uh, he, he had the game on the weekend, so against Newcastle, he must have copped the, a recurrence of the injury. But the form Xavier Coates has been in, and, mm. you know, I think he will tend to be, play, I think he plays his left side. Mm, he not, does, yes. Not, not too sure what side. Well, Tulangi played left side as well. So they're both good aerial assaults. And I remember a couple of years ago, remember we didn't pick Josh Adokar was because of the pure fact that Xavier Coates is so good in the air. That was only last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, I can't remember exactly. Mm. Yeah, it must have been last year. Yeah. So Because uh, we've got two smallish wingers in Tyre as well. So that could be a big sign of a, a strength for the, for the for the Queenslanders with Coates. Because you see one of the tries he scored on the weekend, I think he out-jumped Sione Katoa. And swiveled. And swiveled over the top of him at once and just unbelievable. And then there's another one where he got it, but he threw a pass and I think Munster and another one of their players just got in the road of each yeah, other. Yeah, they did. On. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, so he's going to be a real strike weapon for them. And then his, his yardage plays coming off his own line. That's something he's really improved down at Melbourne. So we know that they're not going to have any problems around the halves with Munster and Cherry Evans. We saw what Munster did to Cronulla over the weekend. We know how good Harry Grant is coming off the bench. What about Cherry Evans against the Dolphins the other night? Yeah. Oh, what? I mean, look at it, you know. He's you just talk about better peaking better. at the right time. What about the 40-20 in game one? Unbelievable. He's just game management. It's been it's been unbelievable. But Jeremiah Nanai. See, a lot of people question this. I know that well, Felice Kofusi hasn't played for three weeks, and he had a couple of weeks off prior to that when he got suspended the first time. So I don't mind this one, and I like Jeremiah Nanai. I reckon he's a gun. You know, he, he played for Queensland last year. He got the start in game three. I wasn't sure who missed out. I think it might have been Kafusi, was it? That or Capewell? Last year. Yeah, he played game three when they were under the pump and he had one of the great performances in origin. There's a lot of question marks over him. He's played for Australia at the back end of last year in the World Cup. And, you know, his performance on the weekend, I, I watched him on TV, uh, I think it was last night, and he said he had spoke to Billy throughout the week. There's a couple of things he wanted to work on in his game and he went into the game with a clear mind and he did it and worked real hard on it. And Billy's picked him. So he showed the faith in him and a... Uh, He's a game breaker, like defensively good, carries the ball strong, got a great offload. And he's another bloke. How many tries as a back rower does he score? He's yeah, one of their targets yeah. every mm. week. So mm. very dangerous player. So the, of the three we see this week in the Queensland side that we haven't seen in the first game, they've all played Origin before. Yes. Coates. Fanaka. Um, 
for Tawaka. Yeah, let's talk about him, the Gold Coast Titans oh, He's player. just, honestly, I know, like, Tina Fasumwali gets a lot of raps up there. But what Mo Fatawaka's been doing has been, Jesus, mate, he is, just by his forms, just put him in, in the talk of playing Origin because I think he plays the first 40 minutes every week. Um, you know, we've commentated the Titans quite a fair bit, Maroon, and he just comes off the back fence. His first kickoff, he just sets the tone for the for the Titans. And defensively, he's been nice and tight in the middle of the ruck. And, and like I said, he's got a really good late offload. So he's someone that's worked real hard. And obviously, coming the side, you know, with Tommy Gilbert getting that injury. So it's a well-earned spot for Big Fotoaka. Okay, let's just uh, talk about some other things away from these yep. two sides. Now, I know you're going to tip New South Wales to win because you're tipping with your heart. Yep. It's a massive task. Remembering, of course, you've probably heard this stat already, but if no New, no, they've never leveled a series in game two in Brisbane. So that's what New South scary. Wales are up against. That's what's scary. With DCE, Munster, Harry Grant, Ben Hunt, uh, Chuck in, Fasumala Awi, and uh, Lindsay Collins and, and and the like of these guys, and obviously Flegler coming off the bench as well. I, I want to just ask you a couple of things away from all that. Oh, actually, there was one more thing. Yep. We sit, now see Jerome Luai teamed up with Mitch Moses. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's an interesting one because they haven't played together before and – a lot of the talk was all this combination stuff before, uh, I think it was game one, Maroon. They wanted to pick a lot of, you know, obviously with Coruscant, Hooker, Cleary, Luai, and then you got Toto and Crichton on the edges. So it was a question mark. You know, there was a lot of talking points in this Wales, and that was a huge one. Were they going to pick Cody Walker? You know, were they going to pick Hines at 5'8"? So, and Mitchell and Jerome Luai, I don't think, did they play that origin? Yeah, they did play that one origin game together, I think. So Mitchell and Jerome Luai yeah. would have played when Cleary was injured yeah, that game. Yeah. So. Mm. They have had one game before together. It was a hard one, but I think the way Luai played in game one, he deserves a spot. He was one of our better players, and you, you can't drop a bloke like that after that game. Uh, every opportunity that we scored from or that we created come off Luai, so mm. I think he's a, a well-earned spot for, for the Blues. There's uh, obviously no Appy Coruscant in the New South Wales side. Yep. Damian Cook comes in, so that's a very, very handy replacement. We all feel for Appy, and I guess because he had that clash with Tino Fasumala Awi. Yes. When the Tigers played the Titans last week, like on Thursday night to open up this round or the round that just passed, do you think Tino should have been suspended? No, I don't, Maroon. This is a contact sport. I mean, you look at the way he carried the ball. So you can tell when someone does it intentionally, they raise their elbow. Like he, what he's doing, he's going in for contact and he's bracing for contact. But when they go in and they lift the elbow up, that means it's intent. So they're going up to try bump someone off, you know, with their forearm or elbow. But when he goes in, he's got the ball in one arm, and he just lifts up his arm, and he just goes to – as he lowers himself to get – to brace himself for contact, which is what every player does when they carry the ball. He's just got Coruscant flush on the chin, which is a pure accident. It's, is, it a, is it a poor tackle technique? Is it a poor running technique? No, it's just part of the collision sport that we play. So it's unfortunate that we lose a player of, of Coruscant's class for six to eight weeks, but that's just what happens in rugby league sometimes. It's just the contact. Yeah. And, Look, you want to see the best players playing Origin. You don't want to see him rubbed out. As a New South Wales supporter, I'm hurting because we lose Coruscant and, and they still get to keep Tino, but that's just the way the game goes sometimes. And if you're a West Tigers fan, you're saying, don't worry about bloody Origin. Eight yeah. weeks, he's not going to play for the Tigers. Especially for, you know, they've already lost Brooks with the hamstring and then now this week they're playing the Melbourne Storm and they've got Stefano in mm. the Origin as well. So they've got three of their best players that won't be playing. And like you said, they don't really care about origin. They want Appy for every week at the Tigers. So it's a huge loss for the Tigers at the moment. And you raise uh, the subject of another mate of yours, Luke Brooks, who's told yes. the Tigers he don't – Yeah. He's moving on. feels to me like that might be in everybody's best interests. 
Yeah, well, the other thing you got to look at, Maroon, like he cops a lot of flack there, right? So over the last, what, two or three years, he's been the one that cops it every week. And then, you know, they've thrown him a deal. He's playing some really good footy as of late. He hasn't said, no, he's not going to stay with the Titans. He just said he's going to test himself on the open market. Because if you look at it at the moment, how many halves are off contract? Not many. Well, the other one that's going to circulate is Ben Hunt. Yeah, but he's not oh, off contract. He's still contract for yeah. two more years, oh, Maroon. Although the way the talk is going now, I think Flano is going to coach yeah, the, so, and he's going to stay but, there. But back to Brooksy, put the shoes on your foot, right, Maroon? Say if you're working here and they've interviewed four or five other player, people to come and take your role, how are you going to feel? Well, it happens every other year. <laughs> no, no, I know exactly what you mean. But they've, like, so you look at it, They've talk, every time I harp at Mitchell Pearce, there was big talks about getting him to come back. They tried to get Mitchell Moses. They tried to get Sean Johnson. So he might just feel, oh, well, I'm just the last option here. So I, I might just see what I can get for myself in the open market. Then, you know, if something doesn't work out, I might go back to the Tigers then. Yeah. Mm. So you don't blame the kid for doing I, it. I absolutely don't. And yeah. you know what? I, I think that there's got to be a discussion around perhaps if it is time for him to move on, why doesn't he just live where he's living yeah. and go and play for the Bulldogs? If the, I mean, they. Well, mate, we don't know. He could even go to England. Yeah. You know, he might want to just a complete sea change. He yeah. might want to get out of the, the you know, the NRL. It's a, it's a tough industry, the NRL. But then the other thing is there's talk is Sheen's he going to coach again or is he going to get pushed out? Is Benji taking over? Then you've got the recruiters that, that are having the arguments behind the scenes. Is he happy there? Mm. We well, don't know. I haven't well, spoke to him, so I'm not too sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you've spent most of your. Career in the West, yep. the Tiger system yeah, as yeah, either I, yeah, a junior I was a or a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So you would have had a lot to do with Warren McDonald, and, and for yeah, those who don't know, time. Warren is a a stalwart. He's of, a West magpie. Yeah. Like I think he's a West boy. Uh, he played a little bit with the Roosters when he played, mm. and then he was, I think, Sheensy's right hand man. He did recruiting and and all the pathways when I came through. Like he created, I think it was the Keeper Park system. Where the wow. Tigers send a lot of players mm. from New Zealand mm. or, or players, players, uh, people from uh, kids from Queensland to the Keeper Park system, uh, and then brings them down once they're eighteen, which is the likes of Ben Teo, Benji well, Marshall. That's a massive. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. And and you know he's been in the system. He, he's come and gone a couple of times. Um, he went to the Bulldogs for a couple of years and come back. You know he created the West Tigers Cubs system with with Tim. It was like a. I think when I was in it, it had myself, Luke Brooks, Mitchell Moses, Chris Lawrence. It had a, quite a fair few players in it, and, and we've all come through that system. So I know he's got really good relationships, but sometimes there comes to be, you know, there tends to be a time where they do move on. It doesn't look like it's a it's a happy breakup at the moment. No, because, because young Fulton, well, not young Fulton, yeah, but well, Fulton's gone there. Yeah, well, I didn't know Fultz too well over at uh, Manly. Yep. I, I was only there for probably about two weeks, and then he ended up coming to the Tigers. So, yeah, it looks like it's – and, and there's just the dynamics, like it's from what you've read and what you've heard on, on, on TV, it's like – Pascoe and, and Lee have signed him and had nothing to do with Tim and Benji. So don't know what's going on over there at the moment. There's going to be some funny things to play out, I think. But, yeah, well, I, I can't say, you know, I got along with Warren. I, I can't speak any highly of him. He's a champion yeah. to me, um, mm. brought me through the grades. We have a, a really funny relationship. I, I'll ring him every now and then. And some of the things he says I can't repeat because he's, he's a really funny dude. But... Yeah, champion fellow was. Righto, mate. You're a champion fellow yourself. I hate to say it, but you are. <laughs> I appreciate it. Likewise. We love you very much, and we'll see you next time on Footy Talk.